0: Well, the main thing is uh, when you're marketing anything, you should understand what your costs are going to be. And from there you can, it actually gets pretty simple. You can uh, know that if your costs are a certain amount and the market is obviously higher or lower, you know if you need to sell or not. Uh, if, we, if we go ahead and make a plan, you can you know, know that if I want to sell, if, Uh, For so many dollars, that means I'm going to have so much profit at the end and then I can, you know, accomplish whatever I want to accomplish through my goals, you know. If you want to, as a family, you know, make enough money so you can buy a new planter, buy a new combine, expand with more ground you're renting or even buying more ground, uh, it makes it pretty simple in that aspect.
1: So our marketing approach here on this farm is maybe a little bit different or maybe it's the same as a lot of other farms every farm has their own approach to marketing here we basically try to beat the number that the banker puts on our cash flow every year sometimes we'll sell some up front we'll forward contract and sometimes we let it ride for a while and pay some storage it just all depends on what's going on in the world that helps us determine to market our corn or beans whatever we have to sell and when you market things you got to really watch what's going on around you like take gas prices for example corn is a big player in gas here in Nebraska due to the ethanol so you watch gas prices you watch things that go on in other places in the world and uh, government reports for example come out and that that all sets your market price so we use things like that going on to help us determine how to market and when to market
2: I, I look at different things on how do you sell a, a, uh, a product. Uh, I, I would look at maybe several different things to the year. Uh, I would first say, okay, uh, now we're talking about corn, maybe corn, wheat, soybeans in this, and, I, and they, that is a product, You know, unlike you know, animal livestock, is completely different because it has you know, carry in the market. So I would look at the USDA report and that's that's free. That is a uh, report that gives you a carryout, and the carryout is extremely important to know, because it's it's not necessarily how much does a country raise in a year, uh, or how many acres are planted, but it's it's the ending stocks at the end of the year that determines the price. So if you raise a 14 billion bushel crop. Really, the price is only determined by the last 500 million bushels. And uh, most years, uh, as agriculture, could be described as uh, an industry of overproduction and low prices. So, what we do, we do look at, I look at the, the USDA report and, and they have a projection there of where it would be. And then I say, okay, from that report, if they're saying we're gonna have a billion bushel carryout or less, I know right off the bat that we're gonna have some extremely high prices because your stocks to use ratio is less and that would, that would trigger that. I look at the seasonality. Where are we at in the season? You know, And if you look at you know what, what can you do to sell your price? Well, uh, anytime from the 1st of April you know, to the 15th of July is probably a pretty good time to sell crops. Now picking the day is very difficult. You could maybe even use a dart approach. You know, throw a dart at the calendar, and sometimes that would beat selling your corn off the combine. But uh, you have to look at uh, to what is the market telling you. The market will tell you when to sell. And you have to understand and be able to listen to what it's saying. Now there's many years uh, when you look at the spreads and and you'll need to go and understand what a bull spread is and what a bear spread is. But if the December contract, for example, is higher than the uh, following July, this tells me the market is wanting corn. Now, if it's the, the inverse of that, in December is maybe 30 or 40 cents, which you probably maximum carry in the market, this would say the market is willing to pay you to store corn. So that's another factor that we, that we look at. I look at the fund's positions. Now, this last year, uh, the funds, and they changed the rules at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, and they allowed the funds to double up on their open positions. So you need to look at the funds and positions and say, okay, who's trading? You know, is it the commercials like the elevators like Cargill? Is it the speculative funds or is it the small speculators? And you need to determine who has the open interest. And I watch, I watch open interest. Uh, is it increasing? Is it price increasing? Open increasing, price decreasing, open interest decreasing, price increasing and open interest decreasing and price decreasing. Those are all things that you need to look at and be able uh, to recognize. Uh, Look at the the actual fundamentals and what's happening in the world market. You know, uh, and what is the value of the dollar? uh, You know, and is the United States corn, let's say for example, the cheapest in the world? If the dollar is cheaper in the United States than other countries, then you know that uh, we are on a, on a path to where we're going to continue to export. Uh, fuel is a big thing. I heard even on the media, one, one person interviewed an ethanol plant and said, and uh, well, this corn's went up, you know, are you gonna shut down your ethanol plant? And the answer is, well, no. We're actually having our, one of our best times. So you gotta understand the dynamics of what your buyer is. And the reason, for example, the ethanol uh, plant was able to make profit because the price of fuel went up. And when the price of fuel goes up, that's what they sell. So the, the dynamic there was, means that they could probably make more money at six and a half dollar cord than where they were at three and a half, you know, maybe a year before. So you need to understand that type of a dynamic that, uh, that goes in there. But I'd like to point out too that we in production agriculture do not have to be price takers. We are price setters. And I want to make a point here uh, that agriculture as opposed to any other industry, like my John Deere hat I'm wearing, John Deere would love to sell all those combines and tractors three years out. Or Ford Motor Company if they could do that. Agriculture has that opportunity. You have that opportunity in production agriculture to be able to market your crops three years in advance and, and hopefully sometimes for profit. So, those are all the things on, on how that, 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 that what could be done. Uh, another thing, of course, is the weather. Is there an impending drought? Now, this last year we looked at you know areas in North Dakota, clear down into Mexico. And I thought, well, this is a major drought. You know, here, you back up a year, we could have a price movement just based on that. Droughts take a long time
1: to develop. So it, it's all a matter of, of where, uh, you know, where are we at?